It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, day in court. Donald Trump set to appear before a federal judge over criminal charges tied to his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The president was surrounded by a group of crackpot lawyers that kept telling him what his itching ears wanted to hear. Just ahead, the political fallout and security ramp up live from the courthouse. Plus, daring escape. A woman kidnapped in Seattle breaks free from a cinder block cell in the Oregon home of her alleged captor. Then she ran out into public, flagged down the first vehicle she could find. She knew something bad was going to happen to her. What police are sharing about the harrowing conditions she endured, the suspect's disturbing plans, and why they believe there may be many more victims. Then, honoring Tony Bennett, an emotional sit-down with the legendary singer's wife and son in their first interview since his passing. He didn't just light up a room, he just loved the room, you know. He just uh, was all love, all love, all the time. They will open up about his life and legacy and how they are paying tribute on what would have been Bennett's 97th birthday. And the dinner party. Mike, 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 my turn, Mike, 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 my turn. Cast members from the office getting ready to reunite and sit down for dinner with a lucky fan. How you can enter to win a seat at the table and the good cause behind it. Today, Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. Shout out to my NBC family at WLBT in Jackson, Mississippi. On a girl's trip from St. Louis. Today's my sweet 16. Traveled from Raleigh, North Carolina. Johnston, Iowa. Georgia, Arlington, Virginia, and Fargo, North Dakota. Three generations from Philly and Harrisonburg, Virginia to the Today Show. Hi to my mom watching back in Elton, Louisiana. We love you, Naughty. Hi, Hoda Savannah. We're, We're on, on a sister's trip. trip to celebrate Lynn's 70th birthday. Can, can we be in your crew, Lynn? I mean, we want in that crew, yes, Lynn. Lynn. You get another <laughs> shot. Yes, happy birthday. Wow. Yeah, and happy Thursday. Happy you guys are all here with us. Craig has the morning off. Well, we want to look ahead tomorrow yeah. on today. We're going to wrap up this week-long series we've been having. It's been fun. Today mm-hmm. in the wild. We've covered crocs. Wow. We've covered snakes. We're going to end on an adorable note with little babies at what must be the world's cutest animal rehab center. We look forward to that. Let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock now, guys. Uh, Donald Trump set to appear before a federal judge in Washington today. The former president accused of a conspiracy to defraud the United States by trying to overturn the 2020 election. NBC's Garrett Higg joins us now with the very latest. Hey, Garrett, good morning. Hey, Huda, good morning. This arraignment hearing this afternoon should be short. Only one defendant, Donald Trump, expected to enter a not guilty plea to these four new charges against him, by far the most serious of the dozens of charges he now faces. Now, this indictment alleges that Mr. Trump and co-conspirators engaged in what they call a criminal conspiracy, first to try to overturn the results of the election in seven states, then when that failed, to try to pressure Mike Pence to overturn the election results on January 6th, pressuring him all the way up and through the attack 
on the Capitol itself. Now, these efforts ultimately led to these four charges against Donald Trump, which he will be facing today. But we likely won't see the former president when he arrives here at the federal courthouse. He's expected to arrive and depart from this courthouse through underground entrances. And there are no cameras in federal court. Now, meanwhile, overnight, we've seen the security situation here uh, ramp up a little bit. U.S. Marshals, D.C. police adding layers of barricades, canine officers uh, and additional police here hoping to avoid anything like the scene we saw outside the courthouse in Miami at that arraignment two months ago. Oda. All right, Garrett Haig for us there in D.C. Garrett, thank you. This morning, the FBI is investigating an Oregon man who they say posed as a police officer to kidnap a woman and then held her captive in a makeshift cell in his garage. She managed to escape and alert police who eventually tracked him down. NBC's Aaron McLaughlin joins us with the story. Aaron, good morning. Savannah, good morning. The FBI says this case is especially alarming, even to the most seasoned of federal investigators, adding they have reason to believe there may be even more victims. This morning, the FBI making a nationwide appeal for help, identifying any potential victims of this man, 29-year-old suspect Nagasi Zaberi. The disturbing evidence uncovered to date points to an individual's ongoing an escalating pattern of violence targeting women. On Wednesday, authorities released these chilling photos of a makeshift cell they say Zuberi used to shackle a woman he allegedly kidnapped and sexually assaulted. Authorities say Zuberi's alleged victim escaped hours after being locked in the cinder block cell by punching her way through this metal screen door, leaving her hands bloodied. Then she ran out into public, flagged down the first vehicle she could find. She knew something bad was going to happen to her. According to the criminal complaint, Zuberi kidnapped the woman in mid-July after hiring her as a prostitute in Seattle. The court documents say he claimed to be an undercover police officer, even showing her a badge and placing her in handcuffs and leg irons before driving her 450 miles to his residence in Klamath Falls, Oregon. That's where the FBI says it recovered a series of chilling notes, including one called Operation Takeover that had bullet points including leave phone at home and make sure they don't have a bunch of people in their life. You don't want any type of investigation. A day after the kidnapping and the victim's escape, Zuberi was arrested in Reno, Nevada. The investigation now spanning at least 12 states, where authorities say Zuberi has previously lived using different aliases. I want to thank the brave women who fought for their lives. Now it is our turn to take their burden and fight for them Authorities are stressing they are in the very early stages of this investigation and again believe there could be more victims. They allege the Barry used a variety of methods to control them, including drugging their drinks and impersonating law enforcement, and that some of the encounters may have been filmed. Zuberi is facing a slew of charges, including interstate kidnapping and false imprisonment. He has not entered a plea and was assigned a temporary lawyer who had no comment. Savannah. All right, Aaron, thank you. The makers of the popular diabetes drug Ozempic and Manjaro are being sued by a patient who says the drug's warning labels are not strong enough. Both drugs are used off-label for weight loss. A Louisiana woman with diabetes claims drug makers Novo Nordisk and Eli Lilly failed to adequately warn about the risks for serious stomach problems. Her suit claims the drugs caused stomach paralysis and sent her to the emergency room. The warning labels do list abdominal pain and nausea as potential side effects. Neither drug 
maker had any immediate comment to NBC. Well, thrill seekers at an Ohio amusement park got a little more excitement than they were expecting this week. One of the roller coasters at Cedar Point froze near the top of its run on Monday. Riders then had to climb down about 200 feet using metal stairs with one handrail. Heart's beating on this one. A park spokesman blamed a mechanical issue for what he called a standard ride stoppage. Everyone did get down safely. When it first opened back in 1989, the coaster involved made the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's tallest. A fact that I'm sure was really brought home to the folks walking down. I think I would have stayed in there. I don't think I, I could have done it. I actually I don't think I could have. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, straight ahead from music legends to Barbie and The Office, Carson's got a packed pop star coming your way. Yeah, but first, we are going to honor a life lived with love and laughter and, of course, music. Our emotional and heartwarming conversation with Tony Bennett's wife, Susan, and son, Danny, their first since his passing. It would have been the legend's 97th birthday today, coming up right after this. We're back 810 celebrating the life of music icon Tony Bennett. Today would have been his 97th birthday. So in honor of his birthday, I had the chance to speak to Susan Benedetto. That's his devoted partner of 38 years and his eldest son, Danny. It was their first interview since Tony's passing. We spoke about his incredible career and the love he had for everyone and also some beautiful moments of Tony's final days. He didn't just light up a room. He just loved the room, you know. He just uh, was all love, all love, all the time. I mean, he said it to the day he died. You know, it's, it's, it's all about love. And all about love is how most anyone who crossed paths with legendary singer Tony Bennett would feel after being in his presence. But Susan Benedetto, Tony's partner of 38 years and Tony's eldest son, Danny Bennett, got to live and breathe it every day. I mean, it seems like he's the guy who kept giving gifts. Did he ever get tired of... Never. Never. (laughs) Tony loved being a public person. He loved being an entertainer. And, you know, he really believed when, when he said, I'm in the business of making people feel good. And he felt that was a very noble thing. Susan met Tony at one of his concerts in 1985. She says their connection was instant. She went as a fan of his music and left having met her perfect match. They eventually married in 2007. Susan shared these private photos with us that capture the joy and devotion of their partnership. Why do you think your relationship spanned all those years? You know, he performed to everybody. He never saw generation gaps or anything and so and privately we didn't either you know we just absolutely loved each other and uh he was my life danny to be tony bennett's son has to be first of all an amazing experience how would you describe it he was just the man of the man of the people and so we experienced that as as kids and as we're seeing with this amazing outpouring uh, it's coming from every sector whether it's music or art or, or, you know, the cab driver on the street and, you know, the hot dog. It was an amazing journey. Danny also had an amazing journey as Tony's manager. Together, they introduced Tony to a new audience, starting with the MTV generation of the 90s. And with MTV, he came into my office one time. He said, I was watching MTV. He goes, I think I can do that. And then walked out. And I was like, all right. <laughs> And he was still making connections with new audiences, winning his 20th and final Grammy for an album with close friend Lady Gaga. When Lady Gaga obviously got his, his final Grammy with Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. what did you think of that relationship, Susan? 
Well, I mean, I think it was a tremendous gift to each of them. Yeah. I loved it. And the fact that she could help him to really ride out his career in, in such a great way. A career that never slowed down, even after being diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in 2016. Did he know, like, explain what he knew about his illness? He really never did. When, you know, when he was diagnosed, uh, you know, Danny and I thought, you know, this is going to be it. He's going to have to slow down, you know. Yeah. And, but Tony's like, I don't know what you're talking about, you know. I want to keep singing. And, We'd take and, him to the doctor, and he'd go, what am I, what yeah, am I and, here? He, we would leave until he's like, Susan, I'm really okay. You don't have to come back. <laughs> so even though you forget a lot with Alzheimer's, he remembered the songs. He could do that. That's amazing. He could do the songs. Um, <laughs> the, last, this, the, the week before he passed away. What Not was, even, just was, a couple days. Yeah, yeah. I what was he singing. singing? He sang Because of You. We were getting him up to exercise mm-hmm. uh-huh. and so it was easy to just latch onto the piano and I said tell him why don't you get up and you can sing you know any excuse to just get him up yeah. and he's like I said why don't you sing he's like what do you want to hear and I said how about singing because of you so he's saying because of you that was the last song he sang that, literally that was the last song he sang yeah what does that moment mean to you now Susan well of course it bookends his career if you think just musically speaking that was his first hit and then that was literally just the last song that he sang but the music never left him no. And when he did have more alert moments or like first thing in the morning, he didn't ask really about anyone or anything except, am I working tonight? That's really, and the other day he's like, Susan, am I in a good theater tonight? You know, it's like something like that. And the week before, one of the aides, lovely young Ukrainian man, so I was teaching him a little about tone and stuff. And and, uh, so we were watching YouTube and Tony was alert enough that he's like watching it. And he said, um... Was I always popular? And I said, yes, sweetheart. I said, you were, I said, you've been popular for over 70 years. And he said, that's because I stayed with quality. Stayed with with quality. quality. Did he remember you? He did. Thank goodness. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Danny, did he remember you too? Yeah, he he did. His last words to me was, thank you. Yeah. Can't say it better than that. What was the last thing he said to you, Susan? Do you remember? Did he love me? Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we would, he would wake up every day and. And, and still say that. Yeah. You know, he woke up happy every day, even if he had had a bad day or not. You know, he didn't remember it. That was the only blessing. And, yeah, he woke up happy, and he's just like, Susan, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. And he but was saying all the time. How do you think he, Susan, would like to be remembered? You know, he didn't want to be remembered as the best, and he just really wanted to be remembered as a nice person. And... And I think all the outpouring of love from people that we that we know and love and complete strangers mm. has proven that. Yeah, yeah. People feel like they've lost a family friend, even if they never met him. And, you know, when he sang, he truly believed what he was singing. What did you lose the day Tony died? Well, I mean, the obvious thing is to say everything. I lost my North Star, but, you know, no, no reason to feel bad for me, though, because... My life has been wonderful, and, uh, you know, I'll find a way to make sure it stays that way. It'll just be different forever. I mean, mm. talk mm. about, like, a life well lived. And just sitting and visiting with them, they told me all about how he was in World War II. Mm-hmm. He was there when John F. Kennedy gave a speech. He marched with Martin Luther King. He sang with all of these greats from Judy Garland all the way to Gaga. Mm. Like, what a life well lived. And uh. I just thought, how beautiful. How beautiful. It really is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And that, you know, it's like he is remembered as the greatest and he's remembered as a nice person. Yes, yeah. to have both Absolutely. things. Every yeah. time he was here on the show. Yeah, he was just here. so lovely. 
himself. Wasn't he? And he would have been here today, certainly 97. We'd have yeah. a cake of for course. him. Of course. Exactly. And yep. he would sing because of you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. of course. We're thinking about him today. Yeah, you yeah. really yeah. do. You always see that sparkle. Yeah, light that's right. In his the eyes. eyes. His yeah. eyes. Well, uh, watching his son, you feel like his son could almost if you want to carry on the hear that yes. legacy, he could go and perform. Yes. Wow. Sounds just like him. Sweet. Cool. All right. All right. Let's get a check of the weather. All right. Let's show you what we've got for you for today. We are looking at showers and thunderstorms making their way through the Tennessee River Valley. Could see some flooding there later. Also, some wet weather making its way through the southwest as well. Temperatures today, that heat is really just socked into the southwest, into Texas, the Gulf Coast, and the Mid Plains. We're looking at much more convincing conventional temperatures in the northeast, downpours through the Mississippi River Valley and the Tennessee Valley, drying out in the southwest. Record heat continues in Texas. And if you are heading out the door, don't forget, check us out on Sirius XM channel 108. All right. Best time of the Come morning. Come on, Garcon. Garcon. Guys, We're going to start yeah. with Lizzo. Earlier this week, the Grammy winner was faced with shocking allegations by three of her former dancers, claims in a new lawsuit of sexual and religious harassment and creating a hostile work environment. Just this week, Lizzo speaking out for the first time, writing on Instagram this. These last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. I'm very open about my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something that I am not. There is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis, and I would never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. Well, I'm sure this will be a story that we'll continue to keep yeah. an eye on. Mm-hmm. But those are the first remarks from Lizzo. We'll move on now to The Office. Remember that infamous and very awkward dinner party hosted by Michael and Jan? <laughs> well, if you ever wanted to attend oh, one just like that, you can now. <laughs> Hopefully, without the game of charades, awkwardness, and cops showing up. Oh. Stars of the show, uh, Steve Carell, Rain oh. Wilson, and Angela Kenzie have teamed up to host a dinner for a lucky fan. The winner oh, come asks on. questions. You can take selfies. <laughs> oh. They'll have some of their favorite memorabilia. If you can want that signed, you can. All proceeds uh, go towards Lita Haiti, a nonprofit that Rain Wilson and his wife started mm. to empower young girls in rural Haiti. You can enter uh, for a chance t- by making a donation. The dinner's <laughs> going to take place in LA on September 29th. Okay. So cool. Fun. That's yeah. fun. So awkward. Oh my gosh. Uh, next up, San Francisco Sounds, a place in time. A very cool new two part docuseries that highlights the San Francisco music scene in the mid 60s and 70s. The series is going to celebrate the rise of some of the biggest names that exploded out of the Bay Area. Yeah, the series is going to feature music personal stories and never before seen footage from the names of Janis Joplin, the dead, Steve Miller. You catch mm-hmm. the first part of the San Francisco Sounds August 20th on MGM+. Plus. What a time in music. Yeah. Wow. 65 to 75. You think about the Grateful Dead in the Bay Area. Sure. Uh-huh. But are you thinking about Santana, no. Slide yeah. Family Stone, yeah. and CCR, and yeah. Steve Please, Miller? Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Oh, I know. Also, I during that time, it was the birthplace of Woodstock, the festivals, right. mm-hmm. Monterey mm-hmm. Pop Festival yeah. that put those Bay Area bands on the map. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I never think of San Francisco as a Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Very cool documentary. They did Laurel Canyon, another good documentary. Next up, Lindsay Lohan, the actress and new mom, proving that life imitates art. Uh, Lindsay uh, uh, gave birth to her first child just a couple weeks ago, and in her first post since welcoming her baby boy, Lindsay shared a special message to Instagram, writing, I'm so proud of what this body was able to accomplish during these months of pregnancy and now recovery. Having a, a bay is the greatest joy in the world. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a postpartum mom. <laughs> yeah. We can all agree that motherhood looking pretty good on yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. Congratulations. Congrats to her. For so her. cute. And finally, quickly, Barbie. It's the movie that seems to be taking over the world with the success of the Margot Robbie Ryan Gosling-led film. Everything seems to be getting Barbie-fied. Monopoly now, the latest game to be 
uh, on the market and available in pink. Fans can play the new <laughs> version of the game. It allows you to rent and buy your way through Barbie Land. <laughs> Each player can pick a Be Anything card to build their dream career and, of course, dream closet. The Ooh. limited edition uh, of the oh. pink oh. Barbie Land. Wow. Game. Look at the, Look at the icon. Available for free sale so now. Cool. That All is right. fun. All right, guys. From Barbie yeah. to Bobby. Let's go. Oh. Bobby Flay is hey. here. This time he's going to turn our average weeknight chicken dinner, what a bore, <laughs> into something that is truly special, as only Bobby can oh. do. Chili uh, in cans. That sounds delicious. Chili and spaghetti. Chili and spaghetti. Yeah. Wait, does it have all this stuff? It's got it all the inside. The cheese, the chili. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, it's from Cincinnati. All right. That. First up, guys, as our beautiful crowd settles in, we've got a Vicky Wing getting us ready for a new school year, specifically for college. And she's got ways that we can save on living expenses, books, all the things, because we know families are under budgets. Okay, then who's ready to eat? Bobby yes. Flay is out here. Bobby. He is making glazed chicken thighs oh, yeah. with a crunchy, salty twist. Oh, you will huh. definitely want to add his recipe to your weeknight rotation. Yeah. Hey, and then just ahead on the third hour, we're going to help you get a little better sleep during these steamy days of summer with easy ways to stay cool all night long. By the way, tomorrow, National Coast Guard Day, and we are going to mark the occasion in a special way. I got to spend time with Coast Guard members who took me inside their training for those search and rescue operations we tell you about. So, going to be kind of fun to see that. Is that Skyline Chili? Yeah, yeah. Skyline Chili. Oh, yeah. You know about that? the Skyline. Yeah. yeah. Never How do you that. have your chili? Two-way, three-way? Does it put it over spaghetti? There yeah, you go. Like show oh, it right yeah. there yeah. on the cover. Oh, yeah. All right. The Skyline. We'll get Bobby to cook some up for us. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, Bobby Ow. knows about that. Let's take a look, show you what we got as far as your weekend weather is concerned. For tomorrow, showers and storms in the northeast, record highs in the south, showers in the northern plains on Saturday. Going to be a nice beach day in the northeast, mid-Atlantic, on into New England. Sizzling heat, Texas summer storms in the plains. And then Sunday, Sunday, it is a Sunday uh, in the northeast of New England. High humidity down through Texas, plenty of sunshine along the west coast. And that is your latest weather. Oh, Al. Look, Alyssa's over here oh. from Washington, D.C. Hi, how old are you? I'm 12. Alyssa, we're happy you came to see us. It's good to see you. Happy Mother and Son Trip Day, guys. Oh, we got a lot coming up. Vicki Winch, she's saving us some money as we go back to school. This one's for parents with older kids. How to stretch your budget, how to cover the rising costs of college. But first, this is today on NBC. And we're back with back to school savings. In the weeks ahead, millions of students are starting to head back to college. And of course, 
Tuition is just one of the costs that every parent has to consider and every student. Everyday living expenses can be major obstacles on the road to a degree. So how can you help your older kids learn to budget? Well, Vicki is here with some tips and some way to cut costs as well. So Vicki, welcome. Okay. So first of all, it is important to have a budget. So your your kids should know how, how that works. 100% Hoda. Financial experts would say do not set foot on a college campus without a budget. Okay. And that starts with pen and paper and just writing down every single thing you can think that you may be spending money on. There are the big things like housing and food, transportation costs. How often are you going to go home to see your family? You might want to bu- uh, build in gas money or airfare and also laundry, little things that you might not think about. The other thing that's going to help you with that is um, apps, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's one called Mint. A lot of people are familiar with Mint. It mm-hmm. will help you look at your bank account and look at the items that you need to spend money on. Mm-hmm. Another one you may not have heard of, it's called YNAB and it okay. stands for you need a budget. The cool thing about you this, need, wait, that's perfect. you need a budget, easy. right? Yeah. It follows this zero-based budgeting program where you're basically giving every single dollar in your bank account a job. You're this goes it. towards takeout. Yep. This goes towards my Brilliant. savings. And the first year is free for college students. All right, let's talk about essentials because yeah. there are things every college student needs. Books, computers, the works. Hold it. Just a couple days ago, we talked about this. It's yes. just like buying a car. If you buy a used electronics, a laptop, a computer, a phone, it is actually going to be a lot more beneficial to you and a lot more budget friendly. Mm-hmm. There are the sites you've heard of. eBay is one. Swappa, Back Market, Best Buy, Amazon. Big retailers often have refurbished items. Mm-hmm. And don't forget about trading in the computer that you have already or the iPad or the phone. CNET Smart. recommends something called Declutter. They also recommend uh, an app called It's Worth More. They'll sell you the money or Venmo you the money so you get it back very quickly if you're trying to upgrade a device. And then this is one of my favorite tips, Hoda. There's a website called ID.me. ID.me. They offer discounts for all kinds of people, our military, our first responders, doctors and nurses, but students, your .edu or your student ID is a gateway to a lot of savings. you punch that information in and you'll find the savings available to you right there? Exactly. I checked. They had deals from Samsung, from Bose, on clothing, on food, ID. This is very important. Housing. Usually you think first year I'm in the dorms, but then what? So what's your suggestion? Right. Well, typically it is cheaper to live off campus, but for many first year students, colleges want you on campus. It's not even a choice. Yeah. They manda- they require you to live on campus yeah. because it's safer. It's a safer yeah. transition, a little bit more controlled environment. But let's say you are going to get to live off campus. When you start planning for that, don't forget, you're now on the hook for your water, your trash, your electricity, your cable, your all of those yeah. bills, your food, your groceries. The good thing is you can split bills with roommates. That's a great way to save on some of those things. All right. But what, and what if the, I think meal plans are important because huge. the colleges offer them, but kids don't eat all the meals. Exactly. U.S. Yeah. News and World Reports um, says that on average, a college meal plan costs somewhere around $500 a month for the academic year. Now, it can go a lot higher. Mm-hmm. I would say this. Ask yourself, what kind of student am I? Do I wake up every single day and am I planning to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner and stay on campus for weekends? Then get the deluxe meal plan. But if you're like, I kind of sleep in, I'm not really a breakfast person, I'm going to be going home to hang out with my family, then get the small plan. You can always add on. I didn't know you could customize, so you can. You can can generally. Usually it's pretty flexible and it's easier to add on than to get rid of at the end of the year. This is one of my favorite hacks. There's a website called Budget Bites, and they teach you how to use things like a coffee maker to make boiled eggs in your dorm room. Two words for you, Hoda. 
convection what? microwave. Wait, what? Apparently, that's the device that you should have. <laughs> I don't in your even dorm know what room. that is. Exactly. Look it up. So it's like a convection oven and a microwave yeah. in one. Yeah, thing? it's like an air fryer and a microwave. Okay, you can do all kinds of things lastly, and save money that does way. Does your kid need a credit card? If you are going to treat that credit card like cash and pay it off, in pay it full off right away every single month, then the, the finance experts would say yes, get a credit card. It'll help you build your credit history, get a financial, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. record of what you're doing, sure. and also choose those reward cards so you can earn cash back, earn miles towards something. And what's cool is every month you get a monthly statement and it tells you, you know, I'm kind of spending a lot on coffee. Yeah. I got a lot of manicures yes. this month. It will give you a picture, a snapshot right of how down. you're spending your money, which teaches you financial responsibility. So good. Yoda. Vicky, brilliant, brilliant. All right, Vicky, thank you. We'll be right back after this. We are back on the plaza with today's food. This morning, culinary legend Bobby Flay is here sharing a fun and delicious summertime recipe and hearing about the return of his exciting Food Network show, Bobby's Triple Threat. Bobby, good morning. Good morning, Al. Good to good see to you, see my you. friend. So tell us again the idea of Triple Threat. So Triple Threat is uh, I've, 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 uh, I've picked three chefs, uh-huh. Brooke Williamson, Tiffany Derry, Michael Voltaggio, killers in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I pit them against one amazing chef from somewhere out there in the country. I put $25,000 in cash in a bag, and if they can beat all three of them, they, they take home the money. There's cash in the bag. There's cash in the bag. Wow, I love this. Okay, it's so, just a zipper away. <laughs> so this recipe kind of is a throwback to, to one that's starting up. Uh, Exa- exactly. So basically what happens in the first round, I give the chefs two ingredients. Uh-huh. In the premiere episode, I give them honey and pistachios okay. just to get them going, and then they can make whatever they want. So right. I'm going to make a dish that's a honey mustard glaze uh, chicken thigh uh-huh. grilled, and then I'm going to use the pistachios in a relish mm. with Green olives, some some uh, some green chilies, mm-hmm. some green herbs like mint and cilantro. So everything green, all in the pool. All right. So you right? got you've got a bunch of olives already. Lots of up. lots of green olives, Sicilian mm-hmm. olives, a lot of fresh mint and some uh, cilantro. Could some you do any, any herbs you want? Yeah, yeah, totally. Basil uh-huh. will work as well. Sure. And then uh, you know I like the I heat, so we're going right. to bring in a little jalapenos, yep. some of these beautiful Sicilian pistachios. Ooh. I know you like pistachios. I do. A little olive oil. They're the muscles <laughs> of the nut world. The muscles of the nut world. When there you, you go. Them, little little lime juice, salt mm-hmm. and pepper. Just shake that up. Mix this up. Mm-hmm. And you can do this you know, even a day ahead of time. Oh nice. Okay. Okay. The glaze, right. honey and mustard. It's a it's an oldie but a goodie. It simple. always it absolutely always works. Come you can on. mix that up for okay. me. Just very, very simple. And then I'm gonna use chicken thighs. I I, 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 love I, chicken I am thighs. a chicken thigh oh my gosh. fanatic. I just love chicken thighs way more best, than chicken breast. Best cut of the, uh, the chicken. Tons of flavor. There you go. A little salt and pepper. So we're grilling some chicken thighs. Mm-hmm. We want them to get really nice and crusty on one side. So they're boneless, skinless. Exactly right. And then we're gonna we're gonna flip this over. Okay. Okay. You're gonna give that a glaze. Right. Here you go. Okie dokie. Hi, Bobby. Hi. Oh, hi. What are you guys? Well, how's it taste? <laughs> you forgot we were the here. silent diner. I did. I'm sorry. You guys, the muscle of the nut world. I'm still trying to figure that out. Well, when you think about, okay, you think about the muscle. I get it. Okay, and the pistachio. Right, like, it's great. There yeah, you go. I've never heard okay. that analogy. <laughs> I like the olives. It's not too olive. No, very light. If you don't like olives, you might like this. Here's the deal with this. Like, 
it's the chicken has the the sweetness yeah. from the yeah. from the honey, a little tanginess from the mustard, yeah. and then you get the crunchiness from the pistachios and the olives, I like a little that. saltiness. If you if people Very at home simple. look at this, think it huh. might fall flat on the flavor because it looks so light, but it's not. It's active flavor, big flavor, a lot of big flavor, flavor. And I like that to wrap them in, le in lettuce. Leaves. Yeah, exactly, lettuce leaves. I mean, you can put in a tortilla if you'd like. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, make a taco. Mm. But to me, all the flavors in this relish, as Carson was saying, mm. the olives, the pistachios, uh -huh. all the fresh mint, and all that. What do you got going this summer? As far as, what, what do you see as the big the big uh, barbecue meal of the summer? The big barbecue meal of the summer. Yeah, what's hot this year? I mean, listen. I think like more and more people. New York. Hey, All right. That was, did you hear that? That was 855 <laughs> on his way to Toledo. <laughs> Listen, I, I think more and more people, I mean, I think Carson hit it on the head. People don't want bland food anymore, no matter what meal, uh, what, what meal of the day it yeah. is. They want big, big flavor. So you'll see, you're seeing a lot of barbecue sauces with lots of chili peppers in it, mm -hmm. a lot of smokiness to it. You know, they're bringing in a ton of flavor. All right, Bobby. Yeah. Thanks so much. My Everybody, pleasure. thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs Love up. Bobby. Except for the drink choice. Yeah. I always prefer a cold beer when you're here. I'm a well, little disappointed. Bobby. No problem. Next time I'll bring you a six-pack. I okay. appreciate it. <laughs> Find Bobby's recipe at today.com slash food and catch the season premiere of oh Bobby's Triple Threat, August 22nd on Food Network. And more Bobby to come. He's in our third hour answering your cooking and barbecue questions. Bye. Yeah.